0: Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible.
1: Podcast. My name is Conor McKenna. And I'm Carl Stout. And this week, we are covering Marvel Premiere number 23. The gentleman's name is Warhawk. The name of the game is Death. Also known as, the name is Warhawk. Also known as, the man's name is Warhawk. And the day you meet him is the day you die. So, they're all around the same meaning, really. Yes. Yep. Um, so this came out in August
0: 1975, and right. that was the ha- Continue. Uh, we have a new creative team.
1: Yes. We have Chris Claremont beginning his long run on Iron Fist. Uh, Pat Broderick, a new artist. Uh, Bob McLeod, I don't know if he... I'm pretty sure he's a new <laughs> inker. Then we have Karen Mantlo, the letterer. Michelle W. is the colorist, and Len Wayne is the editor. Like, well.
0: Yeah, I think they're all new, except maybe the letterer.
1: Oh, uh, the editor's the same.
0: Sorry, that's what I meant. Editor, not letterer. Oh <laughs> uh, right,
1: right, right. <laughs> well, um, definitely
0: a step up in the art direction from the last few issues.
1: Yeah, so... Yeah, well, the other stuff happening in August, I found uh, Punisher's origin story was told.
0: Actually, actually I am wrong. It's letterer and editor are the same.
1: Okay. Um, but, yeah, the Punisher origin story in Marvel Preview Presents uh, number two was told, which is a, a magazine, so it's a bit more graphic than the usual stuff. And it's pretty much the same origin. His family dies and he gets revenge. It, you know, they witnessed a mob execution in Central Park. And uh, Doc Savage started his second ongoing this month
0: as well. Doc Savage some great stuff with Doc Savage.
1: Mm. And uh, yeah, that, that was all I could find. That was particularly noteworthy. Did you find anything?
0: Uh, not really. There's, uh, again, some interesting ads. Uh, This month had Black Widow as the uh, value coupon for you to cut out and destroy your comic book. (laughs) Yeah. Which is another thing. If you're trying to get these old issues, even if it doesn't say it, like if you're looking at buying something on eBay, try to get in touch with the seller and see if the value stamp is cut out or not. Because if it is, the issue is worth a lot less, like 60% less.
1: Wow. So the onto the issue, I guess.
0: Yes. What was your impression of the cover?
1: Um. Well, besides, okay, I'll I'll get this elephant out of the room, or should I say, damsel out of the room, because it's the same chick that's been in the same pose for the past few issues, and she's popped up heaps, and we still don't know who she is.
0: Yeah, it's not. It that does looks nothing like Colleen Colleen Way.
1: Yeah, and she's like been there for ages. Uh, probably not consecutive issues, but she has been in at least three or four covers beforehand in a very similar pose. And uh, other than that, though, I, I'm i not particularly blown away by the cover. It's okay. It, yeah, it's Iron Fist doing a lunging, desperate attack with the Iron Fist activated against, uh, well, who you assume is Warhawk, lifting above him some kind of vehicle. And about to yeah. smash Iron Fist over the head, and he looks pretty evil, and they're in a warehouse, there's crates everywhere, and below Iron Fist is the damsel in distress. Yeah, laid out. Iron Fist I'll... is saying, even my most powerful blow can't stop him. And then Warhawk says, but I can easily stop you. It's a, it's a line worthy of the Dark Knight Rises there.
0: <laughs> Say it in the bean voice. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Come on. The nah. fans demand it.
1: But I can easily stop you. No, not Sean Connery, Bane. That that was Bane. That's Sean Connery mixed with Darth Vader as Bane. True.
0: Well, yeah. what a lovely singing voice.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
1: what do you think of the cover?
0: Um, it's, it's not horrible. It's not fantastic. Uh, obviously, they did some research because he actually has his wounds bound. His midsection has bandages wrapped around it, which doesn't happen until like the last 15% of the issue. Yeah. And again, I don't know who's doing these covers because I, again, I don't think it's the interior artist, but they're not getting any credit. Yeah. You I, can't and see the, only, the only reason why I'm saying that is because that woman is identical on like four covers. So I think the same person has been doing those covers. Yeah. Yeah. All right,
1: so they still have the same paragraph at the top of the first page. Yep. Which is still inaccurate. Uh, Correct. The age 20 thing, all that jazz. And uh, the, the, the title of it is The Name is Warhawk, covers the top part of the page. And then we get a pretty good opening page. It's Iron Fist, well, in his civilian clothes, Danny Rand, and there's a shadowy silhouette of Iron Fist, behind him and him and Colleen yep
0: all done in a rifle scope
1: yes him and Colleen are walking down the street and it's through the lens of a rifle scope
0: which so and and also just to mention the artwork takes a humongous leap back up yeah in this issue I, I would put this right up there with the very first issue art wise
1: i uh certain parts, yes. I'm not sure if I'd uh I mean the first issue was like really spectacular. This is really good. I don't think it's as good as the first issue, but that's not that's not a payout on my part.
0: Well, I I'm not to not to diss anything that Larry did but uh Hannah, but again, even in the letter page they said the Inker was killing that guy's work. Hmm. So I, even though Larry's a big part of it, I do think the inker kind of choked out his artwork style, and uh, he had done better in the past. Mm. But still, great opening page. I loved like the ghost silhouette of Iron Fist behind Danny,
1: and it establishes the presence of the villain straight away. Yes. As well, it makes it it makes it menacing. It's good. You know they're not safe something's about to happen and there's a mm. few there's a few text boxes here um quite quite a few <laughs> it's it's pretty much just him going oh it's his first normal day in well since he was nine probably it's no killer cults no ninjas and he's just chill- hanging out with Colleen one of his few friends one of his two friends her and the professor I think
0: <laughs> so, uh-huh. so far yep yeah.
1: And now he has to call New York home again, a vibrant alien city, if he lives that long. I guess he's assuming someone's going to attack him. Well, if you live that long, sorry. The second-person narration still continues, which I like. Now, Colleen's hair... See, I read this in... I'm sure Carl will be shocked. I read this in black and white first. And when I read the color version, her hair's... Was
0: it better in black and white?
1: Yes, yes.
0: It was. You're always going to say that. Yeah,
1: but I have a reason to say that, you know. That'll change when we get to Power Man and Iron Fist. That will be better.
0: See, see, this is funny because this is like the first issue I can't bitch about the coloring job. It's actually super tight in the original issue.
1: I'm not complaining about like it's crummy. I just. Warhawk's outfit and Colleen's hair. I mean, mm-hmm. I, as I said, I'm, I'm, I was surprised to see Colleen's hair was black for this entire issue. It seems just like a mistake because it's it's back to red in the next issue. Maybe she got her hair dyed. I guess I'll just. Maybe. I'll talk about Warhawk's outfit later, though, because <laughs> I really like uh... it. But it's bright red, and he's a sniper. <laughs> yeah.
0: I so I I think the Punisher might have a. And something to do with that outfit
1: yeah and yeah I have a I'll definitely bring that up later because there's a very similar Punisher villain slash story anyway so they are walking through Central Park correct and Colleen's asking Danny what is he going to do with his life
0: right because he admits that he's just spent half his life training to kill a man and when that moment came the living weapon couldn't kill cause he (laughs) (laughs) so so half my life went down the drain and of course Colleen being a typical woman well my dad says you'll be rich that's something
1: (laughs) (laughs) I found that pretty funny actually
0: all of a sudden you're more attractive to me
1: (laughs) I actually I, I really liked Colleen in this issue yes she definitely starts to have more of that personality that we know her for
0: but again, she's like hanging on his arm and everything, and they're strolling through the park. And
1: Well, I mean, they're nothing... friends in the 70s, right? Didn't nothing ever hurt? becomes
0: of this. I don't know. I was too, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I expect you to know, okay? Don't you have
0: memory from age two? No. Anyway, kapow! Kapow! Someone is walking their dog and apparently shot straight in the back, right in front of them. And then, and then a... no sooner... That when that happens, but a woman, for some reason, walking through the park with two full bags of groceries also gets shot in the back, while another man in a bowler hat watches on.
1: If this was Hell's Kitchen, she would have been mugged anyway, sir. So.
0: True. And then we cut to some weird, mm. first of all, very interesting panels in this page. Yeah. They're, a- they're angled, which is not something you see every day. And then we go to, for some reason, like a yellow... I'm guessing it's through the scope again. Yeah. But the two panels that are yellow and the people he's shooting at now all of a sudden look like Chinese people running through rice, rice paddy fields wearing the straw-pointed hats.
1: I think the yellow also symbolizes the shooter's paranoia and fear mm-hmm. as well. Like, the, the his view of the world is obviously pretty skewed, and he, he is shooting lots of people. Uh, another, yes. another chick goes down, shot in the back. And two, uh, I think two more die, and a child comes out.
0: Yeah, and the child, they don't show the child being shot, but the child is clearly wounded and bleeding out of his side and holding his side. And he can't be more than, I'm going to say, like five or six years old. Yeah, it looks like he's shot in the arm. And he, he, uh, leaves the child. The sniper lets the child live, lets him stagger, lets him cry, lets the child play unknowingly bait. Mm. Or pardon me, unknowing bait. And then he waits.
1: So, then a cop, like a patrolman, comes out to save him, and pretty much leaps up behind and then gets shot in the back. And with the policeman's death, Iron Fist can no longer remain still. Now I don't really like that wording, because it implies that he was deliberately remaining still (laughs) while all these other people were getting shot. An officer of the law has been shot. I must do my duty. Now I must act.
0: (laughs) And uh, Colleen is not too uh, happy about this, she's like, Danny no, stay here, go out there you'll be killed. It's fair enough but you don't listen. To listen is to break your concentration. To break your concentration now is to die. And though you refuse the offer of immortality back in fabled Kunlun, you have no intentions of dying for a long, long time.
1: And even and he says that while he's running out and open fire and carrying a kid off the yeah. battlefield, so to speak. Now, this opening was great. It... ...had a short recap at the start through dialogue that didn't feel too forced, that felt like it could be an actual conversation they were having... Mm -hmm. ...which, you know, obviously helps with the new writer... ...and it gets... ...after that, it's just straight into the action. It... ...and the action doesn't stop.
0: So now we have Danny behind one tree with a kid who's managed to shrink half his size... ...and Colleen behind another tree... ...and he's telling Colleen that he's seen the shooter knows where he is he's in a in the front of a building on the corner and that he's going after him. and colleen's like danny wait i want to help but no sooner does she do that the sniper fires a shot at her clipping the tree sending her back to the ground and she quickly recants that statement yeah <laughs> again
1: i don't want to get killed
0: either <laughs> <laughs> which is a good line i like that and then the cops show up in a full police car, and she's like, the Marines have most definitely, and as she's saying, landed. Apparently he also has a rocket launcher or something, because the entire cop car explodes.
1: Yeah, I would say it's a rocket launcher.
0: With a bow whoop. <laughs> like, yeah. Like like rocket launchers do. They bo whoop you.
1: And Colleen just comments that this is completely insane. This guy is just declaring a full-out war. As
0: shrapnel and fire are spraying past her as she's still behind the tree.
1: And she has to choose between burning to death or being shot to death. And so she runs to the building across the park, which Danny Rand seems to have gone to. And as she's running across, you see the sniper looking at her through the scope.
0: Again, with the yellow. And Mm -hmm. And you actually see his foot. Yes, because uh, she's running so fast, he's trying to get a bead on her, and he actually the crosshairs actually never get on her. So she does make it across, gets inside the building, and is immediately yelled at by Iron Fist.
1: Yeah, just oh, Iron Fist going, "What are you doing here?" And then Colleen says, "I, I was, I came to help." Now, did she go? Is she just saying that? It doesn't seem like she went to help. It seems like she just ran. For cover. Well, she
0: initially said she wanted to help, and that, why do you always have to play the hero? And
1: then she said, I don't want to die, and
0: sort of ran for safety, and
1: then ended up in this building. Yeah. I'm not judging her, I'm just...
0: I just think it's funny. Well, so she's he's, chew- he's chewing her out, and she's then, like, all of a sudden, like, oh my god, behind you.
1: And then this is and an...
0: Then... yeah... Another interesting perspective. Again, you are one hundred percent correct. Where this is his perspective, because the scope is not in this shot. Yet the entire panel again is tinted yellow. Yeah. So, so this is definitely through his eyes. And we find out that he even sees Danny as an Asian man, and Colleen even more Asianified, if that's even a word, than before. And the hotel lobby that they're standing in goes from generic lobby to, like, a home in China somewhere with idols and trinkets and...
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of...
0: It's just Um, crazy.
1: And I think we'll find out about what he perceives Colleen as later, but there's some interesting stuff there that is never quite explained fully.
0: Hmm. And then we we turn the page, and if you have the original issue, you're like, oh, if only I had $5 back in 1975 to order my evil Knievel towel.
1: Wow. <laughs> I would prefer a Johnny Blaze towel, but... I want I a Johnny Blaze towel, but it's, like, on fire all the time. So... I'll try to draw myself, I'll catch on fire then I'll be just like him.
0: You can always just make a deal with the devil.
1: Yeah, I don't, that that just seems stupid. My, my plan <laughs> on the other hand is pretty logical.
0: Alright, and then on the next page, after the Evil Knievel three-piece bathroom towel set or beach towel for $5 we are presented with what this sniper looks like. And And it's an interesting look.
1: If you're reading it in black and white, you're like, oh yeah. if you're reading it in colour, you're a bit... um, He's... Okay, so he has blue skin and blue hair. Well, not blue, I think silver, whatever. But that's explained. But his outfit is bright red. And it has uh, two swords going down from his shoulders to his belt. Two white Which, swords, they're 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 just painted on though, they're not actually swords. Right. And his belt has a skull on it.
0: Giant skull belt. Basically, if the two swords were a skull and the belt buckle was I don't remember what the original puzzle belt buckle was. Was it just a buckle?
1: It was a it was a belt of ammo that vaguely resembled a skull.
0: Because let's be honest that could be Frank Castle at the drop of a hat
1: um uh I guess I guess the skull thing is a bit a bit of a Punisher reference it seems it seems it definitely seems like a Punisher villain but minus a Punisher villain minus the metal skin anyway because I had to give him metal skin so he'd be a challenge for Iron Fist but yeah right
0: and bones. To get into that later. Yeah. And uh, is he calling him Bo? Yeah,
1: yeah. Bo. He says Bo a lot. It's better than Joker.
0: But True. it is weird. Yeah, first of all, he calls him a Dink. Which is a, you know, racist slang for a Chinese person, I believe. What's the matter, Dink? You tired of living?
1: Yeah, he pretty much just says, I'm Warhawk, and you're going to die. So they start fighting. And Iron Fist just immediately jumps up and kicks him in the face, which does nothing. And then he gets a counter jab to the face, and Iron Fist goes,
0: Ah! And then he ducks below the next blow and punches him in the ribs, which again leads to doing nothing, and then is swatted away across the room, where he bounces off the wall but lands on his feet. And it straight up says, you're lucky another man would have been smashed to a pulp by the Warhawk's below. You have only two broken ribs.
1: And the the jumping kick and him landing back on his feet, they're both really nice panels. Really yeah. nice panels. And there's a lot of inner a, in a second-person monologue going on while this is happening, and he's pretty much saying, had he been this foolish in the training halls of Kunlun, your tutor lay the... Lei Kung, the Thunderer, would have had you scrubbing floors as punishment. You have shamed your heritage, your teachers, yourself. You will not do so again. Iron Fist is super hard on himself.
0: <laughs> he,
1: he got in a bad kick, and he's saying he's shamed his entire heritage, and he should never do it again.
0: Well, also, please read from the second panel, mm. the bottom, the bottom word block of as he's bouncing backwards.
1: And your breath hisses out of you in a fine, icy agony. That is... That's one way of saying the wind was knocked out of you.
0: A long way of saying
1: it. Very long and dramatic way of saying it.
0: And one of the things I like about this is we've got some major action going on here in a lot of these panels. And this artist... He does it in a couple panels, but for the most part, this fight scene has full backgrounds. Yeah, Which hasn't been done a lot in the other issues. A lot of times, once the action starts to get heavy with blocks and blows, the artists have been just blowing out the backgrounds.
1: I, I looked back just now, and it's pretty much all just like a color mm-hmm. as a
0: background. But, I mean, we've got elevator doors. We've got no smoking in elevator signs with giant ashtrays filled with cigarette butts. All kinds of little details, moldings on around... Uh, pillars in the wall towards the carpeting, uh, detailed uh, framework on stairs, designs around mirrors on the wall. This guy went all out.
1: Yeah, and it, it's good because not only are they. Like, Danny's in his civilian clothes fighting in a building, so it should have a more realistic look to it.
0: Crikey, he almost looks like. He... <laughs> what? What? My headphones just fell off. Okay. Yeah. I said, "Crikey, he's almost dressed like the crocodile Hunter."
1: He's a fair bit away, I think, from the from old Steve Irwin, rest his <laughs> soul. Um, so they keep fighting.
0: So since I brought it up, I got to ask: Have yep. you visited? Have you ever visited their zoo?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, my uncle even had a beer with Steve Owen, like, he was just hanging around, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. But the zoo, uh, the zoo's pretty, ever since Steve Owen died, uh, his wife made it all pretty commercialized, which Mm -hmm. is why her and his dad had a big falling out. Um, so, that's sort of depressing, I guess, but...
0: Well, I imagine after his passing, all the television money and everything magically went away, because, you know... He wasn't doing the shows anymore. That was bringing in money. That was probably, you know, keeping other things afloat.
1: Well, that the, they they were still very successful after he died because Australia Zoo is still a thing and it's a bit bigger now. It's just it's a lot more commercialized as opposed mm-hmm. to being about the animals now. But um, yeah. I mean, I, I can't say too much because this is this is knowledge I had like from a couple of years ago. But yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, by the way, all these references I'm generally going to put in the show notes now, and you can find the show notes on our WordPress, which I'll give you the link to later. It, it'll just help. Um, I just had a request to do show notes so they knew all these issues we were referencing and people we were referencing and stuff.
0: Uh, so so, we, I'm so just, you should have you yep. should have a reference up for the Punisher story from the magazine.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I'll excellent. I'll,
1: I, I re-listen to it when I'm editing and I like make notes of anything we reference and then do it afterwards. Being so fantastic. I'm for so elbows
0: after a f- fury of blows. Yeah. He is in screaming agony. His arm is numb from shoulder to hand, and it's almost as if he'd been hitting metal.
1: And he elbowed him in the back of the head as well and hurt him, not Warhawk. Is Warhawk's uh-huh. hair made of metal? That would be interesting. I
0: Guess, would imagine.
1: I mean, yeah, can hair grow out of metal? Uh, I'm asking too many questions here. Let's just go along.
0: And then he, we see him flying through the air, limp. But you seem more cat than human now, and cats always laying on their feet. So he always.
1: alters his trajectory. Well, he alters, he alters it so he'll land. But yeah, well, it's. Colleen says, gets in the way and he fast. falls into her. And he seems to knock <laughs> her out, which is pretty funny. Yep, He's
0: like, and Colleen, no! Oh. Uh, while he's <laughs> moving fast, and the She's knocked out, fast and he's grabbing yeah, her like Yeah, he button. couldn't. <laughs> the apparently kicks him square in the ball <laughs> and <laughs> turns him if you just look at his hand on her butt yeah, his, and read the word above the wall read the <laughs> one above so damn Katoom! wow yeah that's a you'd think it'd be squish and he's like too bad dink you're good the best I ever fought but being good don't matter when you're fighting the Warhawk. Likes to say his name a lot, doesn't
1: he? Yep. And he holds Iron Fist's heads up and punches it. And gets knocked out.
0: And makes the comment that Warhawk is steel. Yeah. And next we see these funky circles in a black panel. And he's like, you're dead. You know you're dead.
1: <laughs> you are dead and UT, the Emerald One, sent you to hell. Again, he's pretty uh-huh. hard on himself.
0: Yep. And then the panel starts to clear
1: up. And, and as his vision comes back, he sees the silhouette of Colleen's dad.
0: Wow, he's... he doesn't know it's Colleen's dad, obviously, just yet. He just sees a man with his hand about on his face, and I like throws that. a punch.
1: I like that star in the background. Yep. And yeah, he throws a punch, and Colleen's dad blocks it. Mm-hmm. What the hell is...
0: Well, is that... all Asians know martial arts, hello.
1: But, like, they're not actually Asian, are
0: they? <laughs> uh, I believe he is, and I think Colleen is half.
1: He doesn't look very Asian. Oh, actually, he sort of does now that I look at it, but he's white. He looks pretty white. Because he's old. Is Colleen's mother
0: Asian? I don't think so. I think, because, uh, I mean, his name is Lee Wing. Mm. So I believe he is the Asian one. I don't know. To be completely honest with you, with all the stories I've read, I don't know if the mothers ever discussed, other than the fact that she's half Asian.
1: I think we'll. I think we'll find out because we do find out Colleen's full backstory soon. So hopefully that sheds more light on it.
0: And he's puffing away his pipe, and we see Danny strapped to a gurney. Yep. With his entire midsection wrapped, because he has got two broken ribs there. He stated that a couple pages ago. And now his head is heavily bandaged from where he took the punch from Warhawk. I have to keep looking back at a page that he's on to make sure I'm saying his name right. Yeah, yeah, Warhawk. I don't want to call on. him like Steelhawk or. No, <laughs> he's Warhawk. War, Warbird.
1: <laughs> and we get the first appearance of. Raphael Scarf, NYPD. Yep. And he's a re- going to be a recurring character for a while, even through Power Man and Iron Fist.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's pretty useless. Well, oh, yeah, he's nothing special. But he drops some knowledge that apparently, hiya, <laughs> Colleen's alive. Which I think is interesting. Hiya, Colleen's alive. Oh yeah,
1: man. yeah. Oh hi, man. Yeah, it is a bit weird. And...
0: But Warhawk's got her, and we don't know where, so...
1: And Warhawk, he gives some exposition. I remember Warhawk from Vietnam. He's a killing machine, pure and simple. The best there is, Wolverine will disagree, the agency used him as an assassin for eight years, and the VC never laid a hand on him. The rumors were that the guy wasn't even human. Mm -hmm. I've heard he'd been detained, release and released as cured. Now, he never mentions what he's been cured from. Like, it's implied it's a, it's a mental illness, because he mentions...
0: The shrinks. Yes. But if the shrinks were wrong, and he's flipped out, and thinks this is Vietnam, and all of us are VC, then God help us, because I don't think we can stop
1: them. I love uh, Lee Wing's reaction. Like, the pipe what? just falls out of his mouth. What? <laughs> Someone catch that pipe... And Lee Wing's freaking out. He's, Danny, what am I going to do? Colleen's my life, my joy. And I almost died when her mother was killed. If I lose Colleen as well. Now, was killed. Not died, was killed. So I'm going to assume they go into that later. And then, then it has Danny standing there with bandages everywhere. Across his midsection and across his head. Going, you won't lose her, Professor. I'll see to that. And then we go into
0: flashback!
1: Yeah! No concussion flashback. Nope, this time just straight up
0: memory. And this is a great
1: flashback. And it has really, really good art.
0: Now my question to you here is it's kind of odd that he drops his name there. So we see Danny with the shaved head back in Conlon yeah. running up to Lee Kong going, Lee Kong, Lee Kong, Thunderer. And apparently this was like meditation hour and he was disturbing that. So he was kind of shocked that Lee Kong didn't strike him down right there. But perhaps he was amused. My locket, the one with my mother's portrait in it, it's gone. It was taken, young one. Who took it? Your classmates. They bristle at your being hailed as savior, child of the gods, iron fist. So they apparently were already calling him iron fist when he hadn't actually even had it yet.
1: Well, hailing him is... I'm guessing it's at that point he, would, he had been seen as worthy to undertake the challenge.
0: Well, the monk did mention that they were claiming that he because apparently there's some prophecy somewhere that I don't think we ever really find any more information about other than people mentioning there's a prophecy somewhere that As s- some, somebody would become an, the Iron Fist that was not born in Kunlun.
1: As I said, I think that's a prophecy shared among outsiders, not in Kunlun itself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that's why I always interpreted it, and I'm pretty... Happy with that interpretation in my head, um, because it, it makes sense and it adds a it adds a mythological, well, more mythological elements to Kunlun and the Iron Fist. Obviously, in Kunlun, they have Iron Fist all the time; they're just you know swimming in them. But
0: <laughs> we got Iron Fist everywhere. <laughs>
1: yep, it's you, the you,
0: second White Iron Fist, I guess. Have you bought anything from our Iron Fist gift shop? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gift shop will not be open for another 10 years. (laughs) You might want to get something now. (laughs) And I'm sure you love the fact that you can see everybody's eyeballs in the mask. (laughs) Um, I know you you prefer that over the white eyes. Well, I mean, you prefer it as well, don't you? No, actually, I like the all-white-out eyes. Well, I I think for
1: Iron Fist, it can go either way. I prefer it it with Iron Fist, but if the art's good enough... I don't mind if the eyes are white, and in the context of the revenge story and stuff, I thought it was better seeing his eyes. But now that's mm-hmm. over. So, but I mean, Lei Kung's eyes—I think you should be able to see his. I mean, look at that panel, bottom second panel. That's great. Oh yeah. It's it's really awesome. It's probably the best picture of Lei Kung we've had
0: actually. Mhm. And pretty much, he says they wish to teach you a lesson because that's as you know, that's what bullies do. The locket is inside a crystal within the Garden of the Pantau, the Garden of the Immortals. To reach it, you must pass through the maze. And within the maze, await your fellows. If you wish the locket, Daniel, you must fight them for it. But they're my friends. I don't want to fight them. Then you lose the locket forever. The choice is yours. Farewell, young one. So he's got uh, quite a dilemma here. He wants to locket it back because it's the only link he has back to his mother and family that he has with him there. And in order to do it, he's pretty much got to fight 40 of his fellow students who pretty much all want to throw him a beating for being too popular.
1: And it's a maze, so I'm assuming that's like one at a time, right?
0: I would imagine, yeah.
1: I mean, uh, d- do you know Kyokushin Karate? They have a thing called the Kumite, which was made, which uh, was referenced in the movie, but it's more hardcore in real life. Basically, for your black belt test, you have to fight as many people as you can. I think it's 30, you have to beat 30 people minimum, so they'll come at you one at a time, but you get no breaks in between. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember seeing a clip on YouTube, this guy was doing his black belt test, and he beats one guy. Then this guy literally just runs and fly kicks him in the chest <laughs> across the room. It's definitely worth looking at, and they even have a 100-man one, which only one person's completed. But I thought that would be a fun bit of trivia for people. Martial arts can get that crazy in real life.
0: I think you better link some videos,
1: mister. I'll I'll (laughs) definitely put it in the show notes. I'll put a video link to the Krimite
0: in the show notes, because it is awesome. Because I know... uh, I, I mean, I was doing... I did Taekwondo for a while... Uh, did karate for a very short period of time didn't really care for it it was just a little too stiff for me too too many rules and then i rolled into jiu jitsu which i absolutely loved yeah Be- because what i loved about jiu jitsu which is the martial arts style bruce lee invented yeah and i love bruce lee but he invented uh, it's it's really hard to say it's not Kundo is the best parts of every single martial art out there. No, Je- Jeet
1: Kune Do is a philosophy,
0: really. Right. So it's not really a martial art. It's martial arts because you're lear- you're pretty much learning them all, and that was the cool thing because when you showed up weekly for class, you didn't know what you were going to learn that day.
1: And that's why it was very it, it varies a lot quality from instructor to instructor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kyokushin's a combat karate. The idea is you don't really move or block that much. You just stand there and take the hits. You do crazy conditioning. Um, I'll definitely send a link. I'll definitely post a couple of links on the show notes because it's uh, probably the most endurance heavy martial art that I've
0: seen. Yeah, and there's a lot of martial arts out there where the guys just I don't know what to say, put it get a little too serious. Get a little too crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, and and there's some interesting videos of that stuff on YouTube also where people mm. are literally breaking bones trying to pull off seats. Yeah. It's almost as bad as watching the arm wrestling videos where people's arms snap while they're doing it. Which I haven't. Is oh, disgusting. I
1: haven't seen oh, it, those and I don't intend to.
0: Oh, the popping noise it makes, and then to see somebody's arm just literally fold over in half where it shouldn't be bending at all. Uh. And then they usually jump up from the table grabbing their arm lower than where the brake is so it's still flopping around like it's made out of rubber.
1: I'm gonna have to put this in the show notes now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you bastard! I gotta Google this <laughs> now. Anyway, back back to the issue. <laughs> so uh, the the maze is on top of this mountain, like in the middle of the city, and you have to climb up to it. And he climbs up to these giant doors, which have double dragons on them. Pretty cool looking, yeah, winged dragons with like red spiked mohawks. And behind these doors are the maze and that's the only way into the garden but then he kind of pulls a little thing because he really doesn't want to fight his friends even though that's what they're lying and wait for
1: they're not so friends
0: just... I'm well, just going to say that his friends. I, true, they're not, they're jerks
1: Well, I'm glad Danny wised up because
0: yeah. so instead of going through the doors and into the maze he decides to keep climbing And he climbs up over the walls, which I'm going to guess are curved because, well, before that, he's like, if his. he makes a crack about his teach, if UT could only see him, see him now. And we get a shot of UT through the Thunderer's armpit. (laughs) The Thunderer is standing there and you're seeing underneath the Thunderer's arm inside, you see UT sitting in a chair watching Danny in, like, a magical portrait.
1: All these panels are so good. From from Iron Fist standing over Professor Wing saying, I'll see to that, too. Even this, like, the, we make fun of Lee Kung's armpit, but it shows attention to detail,
0: and oh, yeah, it really just, sets up a,
1: an atmosphere in a scene.
0: It's a, it's a good perspective.
1: Yeah. Because it just and gives, it. it gives a sort of, is it a menacing look? Is it you know that the, the, they know more than Danny. That the fact that both
0: of them are in on this, they're they're both testing him. Yeah. And then we go back to Danny climbing up this thing, and now he's even I guess higher up, so the temperature has dropped and it's starting to snow. He's so high up, and he's starting to lose feeling in his hands, and even the hand handholds he's having trouble to find, and now all of a sudden they seem to be gone. And he's just stuck there, and his, and he claims it's because the nerves in his hands are dead, like he's getting frostbite. And soon he'll be, uh, he'll be dead too. Frozen on the mountain or smashed on the rocks below—the choice is his. Yep. And then is the best pissed-off face panel. Oh yeah, probably ever drawn.
1: <laughs> it looks pretty good. Because it's an intense
0: angry face angry.
1: it's determined
0: no i won't die i can't die not until i found harold mitchell and killed him all the training deadening the nerves in my hands but my training my training's been of the mind as well as the body so pretty much he wills mm-hmm. the feeling back into his hand he fights the effects of the frostbite and by forcing this, he has feeling in his hands again, even though it's the feeling is pain. It's sheer pain, but it is feeling. It's not numb anymore. And because he has some type of feeling back in his hands, he can now feel the rock surfaces and find the handholds he needs. And he keeps climbing the pain of survival of life. And that gets him to the top of this mountain crevice.
1: Which is just an amazing panel. That bottom panel
0: mm-hmm.
1: looks really, really good. There's a lot of wind and clouds, but gushing. It's on top of a mountain, and it's hard to describe. I guess check it out yourself. Uh, and the and the right side of the panel is interesting. Uh, is just clouds. It's not a border. Mm-hmm. And then he found... Uh... Well, yep. even
0: the even the the borders on this page for some reason that when they went to flashback, if you look,
1: yep, the all... first panel,
0: the left side is clouds, all the panels have rounded corners, yep. and when we finish the flashback, the right side is clouds.
1: Although the flashback's not finished, because he still has two more panels left. Oh, wait, no, I see what you mean. Yeah, I thought you were referring to the mountain. No, I see. It. So he finds his mother's locket, and your friends call you coward for refusing their challenge. You do not care, because you're about to beat up a dragon and a giant robot, so you'll prove them wrong. <laughs> and the locket is your heritage, your talisman. The only link with Daniel Thomas Rand, son of Wendell and Heather. So he punches the prism, the holding the locket. And in a way, the locket is part of your soul, as Colleen is a part of Professor Wings. And you know that you would have killed to get it back. So I think... The locket comes up in Living Weapon, if I recall correctly. We'll we'll be reading it again soon, I guess. But, yeah, it's funny, because Iron Fist is such a boss in this, but he's sort of a wimp in Living Weapon. And I don't think it's a retcon, I think it's just a matter of perspective. Because there's no need to show all this stuff again, but you can show it... Uh, you can show a sort of behind-the-scenes look at it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, And Living Weapon did cover how, like, a nine-year-old kid (laughs) dealt with this stuff.
0: And and again, the artist has gone above and beyond. Yep. in, In these panels, with all the detail he has thrown in everywhere. Yep.
1: There's no wasted space. There's no
0: empty space. <laughs>
1: that, yeah, that's
0: true. And then we go straight to the docks, Pier seventy eight. Which is old and run down and they're saying you know it should have been knocked down years ago. Pretty much but... the abandoned CD dock
1: warehouse and he followed a trail he followed Warhawk's trail to get there. So probably a trail of bodies with bullet holes in them. Or deep
0: footprints, because he's metal, so he's heavier.
1: Yeah. And he's up on the roof, looking down into the warehouse, and... lo and behold, he sees Warhawk and Colleen hostage in a... Well, and she's in different clothes. And she's Warhawk... A, yep. She's in some Huchi mama outfit. Yeah. And Warhawk seems to be under the impression that she's his girlfriend, or wife, or something. Because he mm. says he... But, you know, I love you, and he's calling her a different name.
0: While polishing his gun, because there's nothing more redneck. <laughs>
1: and Colleen's like, "Who do you think I am? Why am I wearing these clothes? Did you did you put these on me while I was unconscious? Because that's it's not yeah. nice." That's...
0: Don't talk foolish, honey. You're Lou Tan... Lou Tan Tanner. You're my wife, and she's like, "Oh no! Oh Lord, no!" Yeah. And then That's your wife, I'm Colleen Wing, and this is New York City, that Vietnam. You're living a dream, and then he totally backhands her.
1: And this has some disturbing real life relevancy as well. Unfortunately, the PTSD abusive uh-huh. um, relationships, which is for another podcast, which is really depressing. So we won't talk about it too much. Yeah. Yet. But, yeah, it's a... We'll get into that at the end of the issue, because there's some commentations with other comics coming out at the time as well. And then Iron crashes through the ceiling. You'll hurt no one, Warhawk. Least of all, Colleen. Tell that to the eight people he killed at the start. Alright,
0: and now I have to honestly say, I think the rest of this page might have been drawn by someone else. Yep, I can see that. Because just look at Warhawk's face on that panel. Warhawk has not looked like that in any other panel that he appears in.
1: Look at Iron Fist looking really wonky down the bottom Uh left. Yep. So Iron Fist uh, dodges the gunfire, sweeps him, and Iron Fist is fighting wounded, and he says if he slips up even once, he
0: will die. Because Warhawk is not wounded. Warhawk is still in his prime. And Iron Fist has two broken ribs at
1: this point, I should mention.
0: And by sweeping him, he knocks the gun out of his hand, so Warhawk yep. is now unarmed. And then he proceeds to, like, football field goal kick Iron Fist again, like, in the ribs. Chipum. Chip.
1: No, Chipom. I don't know. Anyway, they fight. Uh, <laughs> Iron Fist blocks a blow from Warhawk. And he blocks it again with a blow that could kill him if it connected. And there's that face again.
0: And for some reason, I think this is where the artist comes back. Because that middle panel where he's blocking is back to the other guy's art style again.
1: Yeah. Although Warhawk has a similar facial expression that he did. If he... A surprise look, but it does look like the same artist. And they keep fighting. Iron Fist elbows him, punches him. It's not hurting him as much this time. I don't...
0: Well, I think just, again, he knows what he's up against now. So he knows yeah, he's... how he's going to have to blow. Just like when he figured out, you know, i fighting fighting a robot when he fought the one. So... Surge your attack. So he's using... Yeah. Sweeping attacks and striking with, you know, other p- parts of his body other than just his knuckles... Even though one punch does get just caught and stopped and then he just throws Iron Fist across the room, commenting that, you know, if you're fighting flesh and blood, that's one thing, but I'm steel. Steel bones and steel skin. I ain't human, Bo.
1: And Warhawk recognizes Iron Fist at this point due to his fighting style. Mm Mm-hmm. And Colleen comes up behind him, calls him, you lousy, stinking, filthy butcher, and kicks him in the back, which does absolutely nothing. Then he backhands her again. (laughs) You little tramp, I pulled you out of the gutter. I took care of you, and you hit me. And Iron Fist says, that's enough. Very and
0: interesting shading on that second panel. It look,
1: it covers up how Iron Fist might be looking a bit wonky. Uh-huh. And his collar looks like a
0: big ice cream cone. Yeah, all of a sudden, you know, he's got stitches that he can't chew on. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and Iron Fist channels, he uh, he is calm now, deadly calm, as he reaches deep within himself, to his chi, to your immortal soul, and everything you are, everything you will be, focuses through you, down your hand, into your hand, and that hand begins to smoulder, glow, until it becomes un- like, unto a thing of iron, and there's a great panel of, in fact they're all pretty good panels when he's channeling yep. the Iron Fist, and then he punches Warhawk straight in the chest and on sorry Warhawk goes flying out of the building smashes through the thing and smashes through the wall and into the drink and he's going
0: ah, frush yeah frush and then Kali Wing all of a sudden is not Asian at all and she said Iron Fist the tide's running the current's pulling him out to sea your reaction is instinctive the man is your enemy but he is also a man you cannot let him die Warhawk, grab my hand quickly, or you'll be swept past me. And you see them just about to touch. Warhawk's hand is coming out of the water. Iron Fist is, you know, within about a half inch of one another, so he could, like, barely touch his fingernail. That's it, a little bit more. You're almost there. I've almost got you. And meanwhile, Colleen Wing is also holding on to him, so he can stretch out this far. And then we see through Warhawk's eyes that, again, it is a Chinese man reaching for his hand on the banks of a river. Vietnamese. Vietnam. Vietnamese man reaching for his hand on the banks of Vietnam. He's like, they'll put me in a cage. They'll parade me around like a circus animal. They'll put me in a cage. A cage! No, I won't surrender. I'll never surrender. And you see Warhawk's hand just become a fist as it slides back into the water and Iron Fist is, No! Yeah, are iron fist, and this night you have triumphed. But you now know, but you know now, or so I don't know what I
1: And you know, truly, truly know that sometimes <laughs> victory can be a hollow thing indeed. And Iron Fist is just going, "Why did he do it? I almost had him." And next issue: what has revolutionaries, martial artists, New York cop, softball game, a hero, a beautiful princess? Fights galore and a monstroid summer kill. Oh, dun, dun, dun. god. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about this issue. So, an issue like this could. If they're worried about keeping tone with Iron Fist, an issue. Uh, uh, episode. this could be a Netflix episode, something like this, you know? It's a, oh,
0: definitely.
1: It's a. and Raphael Scarf could be a supporting character, even though he is useless. hmm. They just focused on him, Colleen, her dad, Iron Fist, maybe Orson.
0: It'd be good, but whatever. We've talked about that enough. So yeah, it, but, it's a great issue. But this could also, like we discussed before, be a Punisher War Journal issue. Yes. issue. And this could also be an issue straight out of the Nam magazine. Yeah.
1: And it, it it's Sorry. A really good. It's a really good street level issue, and it's a really good issue because. Yeah, it could be, it could be straight out of Punisher, or the NARM, or besides the Iron Fist flashbacks, and Warhawk being made of metal, but, yeah, the way it's, Warhawk, I mean he's a bad guy, but he's completely delusional, like he's completely lost it, and there's that, there's that whole implied backstory with his wife, and you never really find out what
0: that's about, but... I'm almost positive he does reappear. Okay. Well, that, that'll
1: that be good then, because this was a really good issue. And, I yeah. want to
0: say it's a Power Man and Iron Fist 88, but I might be wrong.
1: And I, I, I wouldn't say that, yeah, that obviously the Vietnam thing was a thing at this point in time, so...
0: Yeah, it was huge in 75. Yep.
1: And so it probably wasn't because of Punisher and Narn that this was written, it was probably because of the thing. Um, But yeah, no, I thought it was really good.
0: No, it was a good issue, good story, good to the point. Honestly, Warhawk did not need to be metal, he could have just been really tough. Um, Yeah. I don't know why they put that spin on the character, that wasn't necessary.
1: I think think if they had more, because it's the same writer, and he does have villains like this that aren't metal, so I think if... I think Claremont was just new to it and played it safe by making him metal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you're right, he didn't need to be metal, but I guess I guess it's implied it's some sort of experimentation, right? Right, yeah. As I said, I have a bit of a problem with Warhawk's garish outfit, but it's exactly like a Punisher villain, Tarantula. I'll put that in the show notes, and he was a sniper as well. Who saved Frank's life in Vietnam and he ended up going a bit lonely and a bit loony and
0: started killing people. So I'm gonna guess that's not the same tarantula who's the Spider Man villain? No. Okay.
1: Although it it, it is in a Spider Man comic, but it's not that tarantula.
0: Cause I think that Tarantula is also an expert in Savat, isn't he?
1: Um, I'm not sure.
0: I do know that he's got the spikes on his feet because he's an expert in savats because he attacks with his feet.
1: This Punisher tarantula, um, he gets wasted in like two issues. So, he, and he's a sniper, but he does have a ridiculous like red outfit with a
0: black spider on it. Lots of people get wasted in less than two issues in Punisher comics. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't. I would love to know, like, the total Punisher kill count. Because it's got to be through the roof.
1: Uh, I think it's... I'm not sure if it was in a run or something, but the kill counts being mentioned have been like 50,000 or something.
0: Uh... No way, come on. I can see maybe 500...
1: Yeah, official kill did he, count. Like, nuke a country? <laughs> this is counting his first appearance all the way to his the present. Castle has killed forty eight thousand five hundred and two people. <laughs> um,
0: How is that possible?
1: He did. He did nuke an island at one point. I remember that.
0: Okay, so that could be like you know twenty thousand people.
1: There, there was, I think, it was a couple of thousand. But I mean, he, uh, probably he's nuked a lot of things. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That issue was...
0: Yeah. Wasn't his first couple appearances, wasn't he actually firing rubber bullets?
1: He was firing rubber bullets when... uh, Not his first appearance, he was firing real bullets, but when he was working with Spider-Man, Spider-Man made him fire rubber bullets. And Punisher went along with that because he knows Spider-Man could beat the crap out of him, so it's better than Mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. He only did that when he was teaming up with people in his own stories, he would always blow people away Uh,
0: interesting I actually never got into Punisher until that fantastic miniseries came out born with the jigsaw in prison uh circle of blood the one with the fully painted covers I think it was four issues I think I think
1: that circle of blood yeah no that that's really good
0: and that... that, like, blew me away, and from that point on, I, I read Pun- Punisher for a whole lot of years.
1: That's his first uh, miniseries, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yes, it was his first.
1: Have you read uh, Ennis's Max run? No. Definitely get into that. It's also very good. I can't recommend the Ennis' Punisher Max run enough. It's one of my favorite runs. Well, Probably... is that
0: the one they kind of converted for the uh movie uh i mean uh, with the russian and everything
1: punisher max has black humor and some ridiculous stuff but that movie went way over the top with the
0: humor Oh well, come on from what i understand the russian had his neck broken and they put his body on a woman's body and then instead of him getting mad he wanted bigger boobs
1: that wasn't in the max run that was in his marvel knights run ah
0: uh-huh. yeah The Marvel Knights,
1: yeah, there's two Marvel Knights runs that he did, and one, yeah, that was completely, that's actually the one where he blows up the island, which is a really good cat and mouse issue as they're stalking him through jungles, and he's like, hey, there's a nuke here, I'm just going to set it off and fly away.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And the two guys in the movie that lived in the apartment complex, or the building he was in, it was the skinny the skinny guy with the piercings, and then the heavyset guy. Yeah. I think in the comic book, he actually suffocates somebody with the fat guy.
1: Yep, yeah, I remember that. That was... <laughs> I think that might have been the Russian, I'm not sure. That was actually Welcome Back, Frank, which was the start of Ennis's Marvel Knights run, which is a good read. But it has Steve <laughs> Dillon art. And Steve Dillon sort of sucks when he's using computers, because everyone looks like Frank.
0: Well didn't okay. Steve Dillon do all the
1: Preacher stuff? Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't using computers as much as he did now.
0: Like he's and really just, he's really lazy and, now.
1: There's no detail. And, to,
0: and just to let you know, I did not read a single Preacher comic when that was coming out. And then I told my friend that and he was completely disgusted and he had every book in graphic novel form and he let me borrow them all and I read through I read the entire run in like a one week. And it is, it was fantastic.
1: I have the first two trades here, but I've only read Mm -hmm. some of
0: the first trade. It doesn't even get really rolling until trade three. I mean, it's still good stuff, but who's the the German guy? Star, right? I I don't know, it's been ages. Oh, there's a German who's like after him, and the stuff that happens to him is hysterical. Wow.
1: (laughs) Oh no, I'm not saying it's not good, it's just when I read it, it's one of those things I started reading then put down and didn't pick up again.
0: Oh, it gets Um, weird, it gets perverted, it gets funny, it gets, like, sick, and then it gets funny again. Well, it's
1: Garth Ennis, and he hates superheroes, yet he's one of the best Superman writers out there, which is pretty funny. (laughs) Well, actually, I'm pretty sure Superman's the only superhero that he likes, because if you read his Punisher stuff with Daredevil and Wolverine, he obviously hates them. He gives Daredevil a bit of respect, but not much, but Wolverine and Spider-Man he just turns into complete jokes.
0: Well, they're in everything. And he was probably forced to put them in the book.
1: Oh, no, he put them in there so he could, like... Actually, even if he was, but he's gone on the record saying he hates superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he won't show up about it, actually. It's sort of like Alan Moore going on about how he hates DC. <laughs> which is fair enough. Anyway, let's stop, because there's so many show notes. I don't <laughs> do all these show notes. So...
0: Because have been ra- rambling again.
1: Me? You you've been rambling as well.
0: Oh, I said I said we've been rambling. Oh, again. okay. But I I you accused me specifically. No well, that would you, have been mean. You do ramble. I
1: do ramble. <laughs> but when I ramble it's about things that need to be rambled about, so That's right. Oh, by the way, this issue is better in black and white. Oh shut up. It is not. <laughs> it is too. Have you do you have the black and white essential are you going through these
0: in black and white looking at i'm looking at the original issue yeah the essential the essential doesn't have fantastic advertisements for evil knievel bath towels
1: yeah but that that has nothing to do with the color job or see what i do is i read these in essentials then i flick through the masterworks and then when we're doing the show i have the masterworks
0: open Mm -hmm. as the reference I might have to do that. I might pick up the Epic Collection too, so I might have all of them open. The Essential, the Epic, the Masterworks, and the Original Issue.
1: To be fair, we're fast approaching the point where the stories are debatably better in color, or might even be better in color from this point onwards where it gets a bit sillier. Okay, well, maybe just
0: the softball one because that one is so stupid. (laughs) The summer kill is out there. I, I can't wait till next week.
1: <laughs> so, just a bit of uh, stuff. So we've we've changed the name of the Facebook page for one week to see if that makes... Because it, 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 we we've made it so that the Iron Fist podcast part is in the foreground. It is before the Sons of the Dragon part, just to make it a bit easier for people to search.
0: Right, we, pay, we pretty much we just flipped the name around. So instead of Sons of the Dragon the Iron, immortal Iron Fist podcast it now says the immortal Iron Fist podcast Sons of the Dragon
1: and this was Carl's idea just to give him credit where it's due
0: well my whole thing is when searching it if you didn't if you were just typing in random stuff Iron Fist wouldn't appear like even if you searched Iron Fist it would pull up our name but it would not display Iron Fist in the name
1: yeah. So people
0: people wouldn't know what they were looking at, so they would never click on it to see what they were. So I thought this might possibly bring some more attention to us. Hopefully.
1: I mean, on the plus side, if you Google Iron Fist, we're right there. We're the third off. If you Google Iron Fist podcast, sorry, we're the third result on Google. So.
0: And I found out, even with our name being flipped, if you still type in Sons of the Dragon podcast, it still pulls us up. At least it did on mine. That was the picture I sent you earlier today.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's hard on mine because it always comes up straight away. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, let's wrap up. Um, just some... So, you can find us at our Facebook page, which we just mentioned. Our Twitter, at IronFist, our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com, forward slash Sons of the Dragon, instead of spaces, it's hyphens. Our YouTube, just search IronFist Podcast on YouTube... Our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast. WordPress. dot or you can just Google Iron Fist Podcast WordPress. That might be easier. We are also on iTunes in the literature section, or just you know search Iron Fist Podcast. And that's a bug on my Kingdom Come Absolute Edition. That is not. I am not impressed, bug. You are going to die. That's a good book. Sorry, and. <laughs> Uh, and we're also on Podcast Garden. Just go into literature, and you will see the Immortal Avengers podcast there. And contact us. Feel free to send us any mail, fan mail, fan art, feedback. Of what you think of the issue? Any speculation? What What you think of our <coughs> thoughts on other things like Johnny Blaze or Punisher? All that sort of stuff. Or if you just want to, yes. Definitely. And if you want to complain to us about how our opinions are wrong or that, you know, Winter Soldier is actually good and comics in black and white are lame, then just email us at sons of the dragon podcast at gmail.com. Or you can just post on our Facebook to contact us as well. That works too.
0: Or you can comment on the YouTube thing. Yep. There's lo- lots of ways to get in touch with us.
1: Pretty much. Iron Fist, Colleen Wing, all these other characters, any music, anything we use. Uh, they are all owned by their respective copyrights Iron Fist and other characters are owned by Marvel we don't make any money off of this so please don't sue us
0: zero zilch and we don't even make money off the YouTube stuff because Connor hasn't figured out how to put an advertisement in front of it yet
1: (laughs) well I'm not I'm not gonna do that (laughs) and so next week robots softball New York cops a princess national delegates more robots. Summer kill. Ugh. It gets weird, folks. Really weird. Not in a good way either. No. So until next time, may your fist become unto you like a thing of iron so you can punch my dog so she stops barking.
0: <laughs> that's that <not> right.
1: <laughs> that that's definitely right. I'm feeling that fury right now. Alright then.
0: Peace. <laughs> Peace.